This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.38 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. And now for trending today... Um Okay, the question is, how do you use air conditioning? Or more specifically, how much of it do you use? Now, this comes from a tweet by Oscortos, who says, Today I learned that in India, air conditioners are considered a luxury good and have a GST rate of 28%. Here, if you have a house, each room will have an aircon turned on for 24 hours a day, including the living room at 16 degrees and full blast. When the bills and heat waves arrive, we blame the government. Well, it seems like the heat wave has already arrived. I mean, the grim statistics on climate change are anything to go by. So whether it's climate change that keeps making you hot or it's the uh, pardons reduction that's making you hot. Or uh, or I'm just (laughs) going to bring us back to um, maybe something more granular. This time of year is always hot. So yeah. that's also a truth. Yeah, it's yeah. also truth. But there's also this, I, I think, this issue around humidity, which is a all-year-round problem, which uh, which Acon, in some sense, uh, you know, kind of addresses, right? It does keep, it's not just cool, but it also keeps uh, your environment relatively dry. And that's a good or bad thing, depending on the kind of person you are. I'm like a lizard, you know, and, you know, therefore, any dry environment is not particularly great for my skin, but... You know, I I wouldn't survive without air conditioning today. I mean, admit it. I, uh, okay. So I don't love the cold necessarily. I'm really quite a tropical girl, you know. Um, And so because of that, and I grew up in a household where air conditioning was uh, a little bit of a luxury. So we were very stringently monitored. My parents were quite specific about the times at which it was appropriate to use air conditioning or it might be switched on for a bit and then after an hour or so switched off and then you just enjoy the residual cool air. And a big part of that, at least in, in my household growing up, was a had to do with electricity bills. So that's the framing, right, for for how I grew up thinking about air conditioning anyway. And then I found out about um, their... I found out about the impact on the environment and then I felt even more strongly about it. And from there, it just grew. So I look, I'm not going to lie. We're sitting here in an air conditioned studio in an air conditioned office. Um, when I sleep, the air conditioning is on. So I'm quite aware of not wanting to have to live in like a weirdly artificial air-conditioned environment for 24 hours of my life when, in fact, I, I live here in Malaysia. That's true. But, you know, I think one of the things that we have to contend with is our machines also need our environments to be cool, right? So our computers need uh, a a reasonably cool environment. They already have internal, I think, fans and such to deal with the heat generated from uh, the processes. But, you know, machines want it cool. And, you know, if we live and work with machines, then we also have to live in these rather cool environments, I think. Yes, but how cold? So um, if we go back to the original tweet, right, there is a specific mention of um, if you have a house, each room will have an air con turned on for 24 hours a day at 16 degrees full blast. And I think that that actually is the crux of the point because do most of us at some point switch on the air conditioning to be more comfortable, whether it's because we want to sleep or because it's just too hot and we want to hang out in the living room, whatever it may be. The point is most of us likely do, uh, a fair amount of us do. But how are we using it? You know, no one's denying that the country is hot, but 
how are we using it? Are we blasting it at 16 degrees? Are we just leaving it on even if nobody's home? You know, there, there are all these questions about the use of it. I'd be shocked if anybody left their air conditioners, uh, air conditioners running while they were out. But it, uh, chances are it does happen uh, among some segments of society. 16 degrees, Lynn, I think is very interesting because at this point, the only reason my room might be, or air conditioning might be at 16 is because I haven't learned how to work the thermostat. Um, and that is just a function of uh, the the kind of uh, electrical electronic idiocy that I, you know, that pervades me. Uh, so once I learned that, I think I would put it back up to about 22, 24, mm. which is comfortable because it's dry, it's cool, but it's not kind of frigid air coming out of this machine blasting at me. There is that. Um, and then there's also, if we look at the tweet again, there was a mention of how um, even when the government wanted to follow the Japanese style of raising the air conditioning temperature at the office to 24, 25 degrees, um, there were people who made fun of it or there were people who were very upset about it. Um, and I think that that actually is is exactly the thing, right? That for some of us, if you grew up with air conditioning, the idea is you want it as cold as possible. And perhaps um, if we think about well, our electricity bills, but then also the state of the environment, it's time that we really kind of settle on that 24-degree mark, if at all. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether just the, the pressures of getting... See, I think one of the things that I learned a long time ago, reading a book by Cherry and George, a Singaporean, who wrote a book called The Air-Conditioned Nation, and he points out this is a very weird paradox, right? We want to be cool because the environment is heating up, uh, but by using air conditioning, we're actually contributing to the source of our original problem, which is, you know, air conditioners uh, and uh, how they impact the environment. So there's this paradox. I don't know how to get out of it. I mean, should we have a, you know, a, a decision by government by fiat that air conditioning levels should be only at a particular uh, temperature and so on and so forth? I don't know you can do that. I think we still need to rely on people's kind of a sense of what is good for them and sort of persuade them to get to that optimal temperature, even if they use air conditioning, not necessarily to abandon air conditioning. So it's a, it's a relatively simple question today. How much aircon do you use? Um, how do you think about it? Do you worry about things like your electricity bill or the environment? Or are you just someone who thinks, you know what, I have it and I want my house to be as cool as possible? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Be firmly motivated. BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9. It's 5.49 and that was Bruce Springsteen with Working on the Highway. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod and we're talking today about aircon uh, or air conditioning. In other words, uh, this came from a tweet that pointed out that at least in India, um, that the air conditioner unit is considered a luxury item. So you actually get taxed uh, GST 28% and then kind of draws correlations to how here in Malaysia, we don't necessarily treat it like a luxury anymore. We almost treat it like just a fact of life. People leave it on all the time. And I wasn't raised in that kind of household, I have to tell you. Um, people in my house are very concerned about electricity <laughs> bills. So uh, I'd like to hear from you, essentially. Um, 
how much air conditioning do you use? How do you think about it? That number to call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Let's start with this from Lee Jun, who says some people leave aircon um, on for their high maintenance for fur kids, uh, for example, Persian cats. I avoid air conditioning as I find it drying for my eyes and skin. I use a ceiling fan or a shower to cool down, and I use aircon during CNY uh, as guests are coming to the house. Yeah, Lee Jun, you know the I think the the. The reality is that a lot of people have pets that are actually not bred for this, uh, you know, climate, and therefore they have to compensate. And, and maybe it's a luxury thing, right? So I grew up without air conditioning ever. I mean, I, I, there, was, there were very few uh, places and homes that had air conditioning in the seventies and, and eighties when I was growing up, and then and that changed. And and you're right, Lynn. It did become. It went from luxury and some a rarity to, in fact, a, a necessity. And you know, I mean, it, it became. It could ubiquitous and then it in fact became a necessity because so many homes are built in a way that don't cool them naturally. Either there's no airflow in the right direction or, you know, there's no enough open Uh, spaces, I think. Yes, that's true. But actually, let's also talk about the animals because this is something that I've increasingly seen. And I think that it represents one of those um, real oddities about living in Malaysia because I am not here to advocate that you don't do this for your pets. Because truthfully, um, pets that are meant for cooler climbs do really struggle in our heat um, and you know what they're here they're born here like it's too late it's too late to say that if you have a, a husky that it's not just you know it should be in Canada like it's too late for that um, but on the other hand it's such an odd thing right that we're put in this uh, catch-22 of sorts where you have an animal that requires a cooler environment ergo you end up switching on your air conditioning for it but it, it, it's a little bit of a mind trip yeah, and um, like you say, I mean, once the choice is made, and then the question is, what do you do? And uh, I, I think a lot of people think of you know energy consumption as a choice they make because after all, they're paying for it. So, what is the larger consideration, right? Uh, perhaps for many, there isn't one. Uh, I mean, I think environmentalists and people who want us to be more conscious about our consumption of energy and so on will say, actually, there are concerns and one should start to uh, take that in consideration but I but I mean putting that aside I, I think what what is true today is that air conditioning is uh, just a fact of life uh, we unlike India where I think maybe their concern is uh, to dampen down the demand on air conditioning and maybe architecture will will solve that right yes perhaps so um, we have Madiha, who has, um, I think, a contrasting style. Madiha says, I only switch the air conditioner on if I'm aware of feeling warm. It's a conscious decision, which is the opposite of my in-law style. Uh, They automatically switch it on even beforehand if you just plan to enter the room, not even physically in it yet. My husband compromises by getting fans for the house instead, which are terribly noisy, although they use comparatively less energy. These days, however, I am feeling the need to switch on the AC more and more, which reflects the overall temperature rise we're experiencing. Can't go a night without AC on like before. Any more unfortunately. 
Lynn, are you a uh, fan person? Um, I don't have one in my bedroom. So so that's just a fact of my house. Um, it never had one. So what happens is that on the nights that I do switch off the uh, AC because I think I don't need it, um, that it gets very hot and I end up waking up much earlier than I normally would because frankly, the room's just too warm. Yeah, I'm a kind of strangely hybrid person. I have the air conditioning and the fan on. I think it's just uh, this uh, desire for, you know, kind of the flow of air. I, I think, Madiha, though, what you're pointing out is also that increasingly we are seeing this issue with um, it just getting warmer. And so, because I'm like you, I don't necessarily like to do it um, just as a as a fact of life, right? It, it is generally a conscious decision on my part, but increasingly I'm consciously having to decide to, to switch on the air conditioning. We've also got a voice note, actually. This came in from KJ. Very, very good topic, very close to my heart. Let's talk about myself first. At home, it's always 25, 24 minimum. And because that's what we need, just cool it down. You don't need a chill temperature to keep you happy. But again, the surprising factor is when you get out there to the shops, let's say, for example, some of those you know famous coffee shops that we always uh, frequent, they don't care. They just blast it at max as of there's no button to tune it down. I mean, that be whatever brand of coffee shop it is, they run it that way. The funniest part that I've been up to is one of the shops, when, they, when I ask them to tune it down as of, hey, the temperature, tune it higher. But they said that they couldn't do it because it's hardwired. Either you turn it on or you turn it off and it's running at 16. It is just so ridiculous and it chased your customers away i feel uncomfortable and i stopped frequenting that shop you know what i am absolutely for a governance of regulating the temperature at least at those uh, businesses and offices they need to use some common sense and run and save power don't run it at 16 degrees and start chasing your clients or customers away because it's too cold what do you get out of it is a loose loose simply because they are lazy to govern the temperature which is extremely important i just don't get it why do you need 16 degrees to sit in a coffee shop so what you can order a hotter coffee it doesn't make sense so yes all for it thank you Thanks, KJ. Um, I'm really appreciative of you bringing in the point about when you are not in control of the aircon because so far we, it's been very us-focused, right? The remote's in our hands, it's it's in our room, but there is something to be said about being in a space where you wonder to yourself, actually, how cold does this need to be, really? Yeah, including cinemas, right? But, yeah. So, KJ, I want to say that you're right. It doesn't make sense, right? A company, why would a coffee shop want to chase away people because they made them uncomfortable with not regulating the temperature? Uh, I think there's just a lack of awareness. So what is the right temperature to hit, right? How do you calibrate it such? I think the same thing with ambient music in restaurants. Often, they play it far too loud uh, to be comfortable. Uh, we also have people making a point about the bill. Um, so, for example, Chris says, one will need to regulate the temperature. Use strong fans after the room has cooled down, then you set the temperature back to 25, 26. Or you get the inverter kind where it's cheaper in the long run. You see the difference in the bill. We learn by essentially why we're paying high bills. Noralina says, um, wow, it's been a year since I last WhatsApped BFM. Glad to have you back. Um, and goes on to say, anyway, I only turn on the AC when needed, like when the fan can't cool me down. This is because of the electricity bill. Not so much about 
about the environment. I used to stay at a 20-year-old apartment without AC. My bill was always around 30 ringgit. I moved to a new condo two years ago. The bill is always around 80 to 90, even though I seldom use the AC. The difference of amount irked me, so I decided to use it only when necessary. Yeah, I suspect, uh, you know, that there is a question in the design of a lot of uh, buildings now. They're designed for air conditioning. They no longer are designed for the environment. And so they don't take into consideration all the kind of solutions that could be put in place to cool without air conditioning. LH says, it is human nature to have the AC turned on as long as possible and at the lowest temperature if they're not the one paying for it. Sometimes I think all this hyped up news about protecting Earth and uh, gas emissions, all of it is a baloney. The residents in my condo told me off when I asked the management staff to turn off the AC when there are no residents around. I was labelled stingy and antisocial. So what is all this news about climate change? Yeah, this, <laughs> this is a long and difficult question, right? I think this is also the difference between... Um, uh, feeling strongly about something when it doesn't affect you and when it starts to actually edge into your personal comfort, then maybe the uh, activism doesn't feel so great anymore. Yeah, I also think that people do think of energy consumption or water consumption purely in terms of the bill they pay, right? As if there is no un there are no larger consequences of overconsumption of these things. And so um, sometimes the government's only option is, in fact, to raise prices in order to control the way people consume. Uh, but It'd be nice to see great more uh, awareness about these issues. Thank you, everybody, for getting in touch. After the 6 o'clock news, we're going to be talking about Chinese New Year. Um, but opening it up for the question and asking you, what are your most and least favourite things about festive seasons as a whole? You've you been listening to a podcast or from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.